hello hello welcome to yet another version of beautiful collections of my life this is Tarina beautiful and I am very 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 excited I am very grateful and I am thankful for every person that has tuned in on today's podcast I am going to just jump right in Um, it's been just a little while um, since I did my last um, publication or my episode here on my platform and for a myriad of reasons and while I won't go into all of those reasons I will however just take a few minutes to just be grateful um, a just brief moment of gratitude not for any thing in particular other than just life in general my breathing my children my friends my mental stability my emotional stability my spiritual stability Um, as there are so many things that are continuing to um, surface within the world um, and resurface we find ourselves in circumstances to where the first thing that we have a tendency to do is lose sight of that which is most important and with losing sight gratitude is one of those things that tends to be right there behind it and so I just wanted to make sure that I gave an opportunity to just time in general so thank you very much for honoring that space today I am going to be speaking with you about the things that you pray for or the things that you attempt to manifest within your life and when you finally do you don't realize that you've turned it into the thing you was either running from or trying to get away from or trying to evolve from or move away from and um, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna use myself I'm gonna use myself as the example for this because there's no better example than life um, itself and um, in efforts for me to stay truly authentic on my platform here I think the one thing I will always be responsible for is bringing my experiences to the table, not in order to um, eclipse or negate or um, overthrow anyone else's, but only to expand upon my own and what I'm learning as I am learning it. So for many years, and if you've listened to my previous um, podcast, Um, I've lived a life that I felt like was pretty upstanding and pretty, um, quote-unquote, by the book. (laughs) Um, Doing everything that I felt that was right by myself or, you know, for myself, for my kids, for my family. And um, coloring inside the lines, um, so to speak, Um, within my work, uh, within my play, within my social life. Um, I did what I've 
felt like was always the things that were going to bear me a good life or a life that I felt like was, you know, really good, stable, um, well-rounded, healthy, and prosperous. So with that being the case, um, I, I just, I lived, like I said, coloring inside the lines and playing it safe and, and, and actually moving in a way throughout life that I didn't want to cause any harm to anyone. I didn't want to, I always wanted to help people. I always wanted to, um, be the person that if I have it, you can have it. You know what I mean? I was everybody's cheerleader. I was everybody's, um, scout, so to speak. But I just wanted to see people win. I wanted to win. And I felt like the way to do that was by supporting other people. Um, Along with that, you know, my work, as I have explained and expressed in previous podcasts, um, I was in corporate America and I was climbing that metaphoric um, corporate ladder. And... uh, I was doing very well at that climb in my endeavors there. I worked only um, a few jobs. I just landed jobs that I found myself to be very stable within and was able to move about within the companies in order to just experience my own potential. Um, I didn't have to kick doors down, but I did have to um, do a little bit of fighting, use some grit in order to continue the climb and to continue to find ways to exercise my intelligence, my know-it-all, my my will, my ability to just exceed and excel. And I did the same thing pretty much within my relationships, my marriages. I just always found opportunities um, within opportunities that I would be able to experience more of myself, experience the more depthual, smarter, more evolved versions of myself. And so that pretty much has been the theme of my life up until about five years ago, almost six years ago now. Um, and I, you know, it's nothing glamorous about it. And obviously outside of the, me climbing corporate, la- corporate ladders and doing what I could to prove my worthiness um, within um my, you know, circumstances. Uh, I always pursued entrepreneurial things. I always pursued the things that I could actually do that I love doing, like you know, singing and decorating and um, just other things that would fulfill me as well as bring in additional income. Because I was always living from paycheck to paycheck, even though I was striving and there was some success there. I was always still living from paycheck to paycheck. So the last probably, I'm going to say last four or five years of being in corporate America, I became very um, miserable. There's no way to put it. I was miserable um, because my life was not moving. My life was not evolving. It was not growing intangibly and I wasn't feeling like I was growing and I then my eyes had became more wide open that um, I was not being treated as just and as fair as 
I should have been. And while I never wore a victim role, never will, can't do that, not who I am, I did realize that things that were happening around me were to my disadvantage and people were not to my advantage. Management was not to my advantage in certain capacities. And when I say that, I mean that there was no fairness that was taking place with regards to my actual workloads and then how much I was being compensated for that. So I began to start seeing things more clearly. I began to start, you know, clearing the smoke and seeing that, okay, this is not going to work out. And while I always knew, you know, within myself that working for um, someone else was giving me some fulfillment, it wasn't necessarily giving me the fulfillment that I felt like I needed to feel that I was truly accomplishing things that I was capable of doing. And I was truly living a life that was indicative of how I felt like I could be as a leader and as a um, pioneer, so to speak, in certain areas with certain things. So I say that to say that um, I began to start becoming very unhappy. And with that unhappiness, my prayers began to start changing and shifting into asking God and praying to God and, and you know, seeking throughout the universe what I can do. I mean, take me away from this crap. I mean, it really began to get really, really bad. It began to get very depressing for me. Um, while I was still striving on one hand because my financial stability was weighing upon my my performance. On the other hand, I was totally 100% miserable. So I began to start just kind of trying to figure out what it is that I want to do. How do I want to do it? What do I want to be? How do I where do I want to go? This is, and it was very clearly that the life that I was leaving was just leading, was just very mundane, robotic, and I was going through the motions. But all the while, staying very stagnated on one end, but just you know, continuing to decline on another end. So I started asking God for freedom. I never. That's not something I ever thought I wanted. Is was my freedom. And within asking or just, you know, recognizing what I was really wanting to experience, it became more and more clear to me that I was needing freedom to figure out who I was, to figure out what I wanted. And when I say freedom, I mean the space to be able to be in my own head and figure out who the hell Tarina is and what is it that Tarina wants not what Tarina is good at because when you take it from that angle Tarina is good at a lot of things as a matter of fact Tarina is one of those individuals that if you give her proper instructions and the tools and the support she'll make you think that she came out of her mother's womb doing whatever it is you thought she was needing to be doing because I was an overachiever and a people pleaser. And while in some circumstances, those things, those characteristics can actually make a lot of things happen, it can make a lot of people happy. But on the flip side of that, it could also cause a huge wedge between myself, myself, and myself. See, me, myself, and I weren't communicating with one another. Periodically, we were tapping into one another, but now 
we want in a unison with one another most of the time. So when I began to start figuring out that I needed this freedom so that I can research space to figure out who I am, and within the space to figure out who I am, maybe then I'll discover what is it I truly want to do with this magical time that I have here on earth. So what ended up happening long and short of this, and this message is going to be very short and sweet, but just more sweet than short. I got what I asked for. Didn't come with bells and whistles, and it didn't come on a bed of roses, and it didn't come on some candy cane, um, cotton candy clouds is what I call them. But I did. I got the freedom that I, I asked for. And within that freedom, I began to start coming more to what you've heard me to refer to as my sanctuary. My sanctuary is my gem. In my gem, I'm able to connect body, mind, and soul. And while there is a lot going on here, it's one of the busiest gems here in Houston, Texas. For me, however, I called it my sanctuary because it allowed me to be able to come here and actually connect with myself, mind, body, and soul. Figure out who I am, what I like, what I love, what my passions are. And then also scave off pieces of myself that no longer serve me, as well as the baggage that I've been carrying around for some odd 40-something years. That being camouflaged is who I am. And I have, over the five years, successfully able to forge beautiful relationships, first with me, myself, and I, and then with other people. I've been able to reconnect with myself and then connect with myself in in areas in which I've never connected before. I learned how to be patient with myself. I learned where my limits were. I learned where I am just duplicating like a um, somebody pushing record on a tape recorder, doing things over and over and over and over. I learned how to be truly in one with myself and be in perfect harmony with that. I've learned a myriad of things within my sanctuary about myself and I am steadily learning that. The most recent lesson, however, I just discovered that I learned And this is what brings me to bring you this message today. Because we all do this and we don't even realize we do it. And we do it over and over and over again until we don't. Over the last, I'm going to say month, I found myself feeling... Like I didn't want to come to my sanctuary. Like I'm, like I ask myself, are you bored? Are you burnt out? You're not overly busy. But I just felt like I didn't want to come. And so I stopped in the, um, I'm a social butterfly. And for everybody who knows me, they will know this. I bridge relationships and I 
I'm able to forge relationships quite easily. Um, I love the idea of supporting people. And I love the idea of sharing something as simple as a smile um, in a place where most people are struggling because I feel like it's very necessary. But over the last month or so, I found myself very like, wow, what's going on, Serena? And then um, I was in a conversation in the coffee bar um, with a very dear friend of mine. And she asked me how I was doing. And I've learned that not to be robotic. And so when I say that, I mean, I learned not to give a robotic response. Like, I'm good, you know, everything great, you know, you know. And then I'm not the person that's going to, I'm not a burden upon people. And I'm not going to, you know, pour my burdens out because everybody wants to hear them. I just don't deem that to be necessary in terms of sustaining a healthy um, lifestyle. It does not mean that I don't unburden myself. It just means that I'm not one of those people that are anxious to do so. Um, I found myself in this conversation with this girlfriend. And in this conversation with her, we, we ended up you know, sitting there. We had not um, spoken in a little while, but it's always really easy for her and I to catch up with one another. So we found ourselves catching up, and I, and I found myself just throwing up, telling her about, you know, I've got this one woman over here who, who is very toxic, and da-da-da-da-da-da, and, you know, and I was telling her about the woman and all of the things going on in her life and how this woman just seems to be finding me and wants me to be her. Uh, place to where she um, disposes her trash about what's going on in her life. Then I told her about another friend of mine that I'm finding myself chasing behind because of uh, an opportunity that she has going on and wanted me to be a part of it with her. And But I'm chasing her around, you know, or feeling like that's what I'm doing. And that was causing me some stress and anxiety. And then I moved into things that were going on at home with my daughter and the grandkids and, you know, their relationships. And then then I moved around to my son and talked about some challenges that he's been faced with. And then I moved around to my other daughter who's just recently moved and what her challenges were. And when I revisit that conversation... I was like, wow, Tarina, geez, that's a lot. That's a lot. There was absolutely nothing positive about anything that I had to say. Not that there needed to be or had to be, but there was everything burdensome about everything that I did say. And then it caused me, after I, you know, I revisited that time that I had with her. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. And this is my point. I had turned to my sanctuary, this place that I come to to connect with me, myself, and I, and God, the universe. And I turned it into a workspace 
full of different um, facets of problems and issues and with people and things. And I realized that I had very easily slipped into, I slipped back into the life that I was so running away from in terms of not being happy or fulfilled or in my own peace. And my sanctuary was the, the, it had turned into the dumping ground, so to speak, of where all of that was kind of brewing. You know, I, the people that I'm, I'm running around uh, scurrying away from, and then, then I'm running around chasing behind. You know, and I think for a brief moment there, God said to me, I need to slow you down because you're missing out on the life that you asked for. You asked for your freedom. You asked that you may be able to chill out, learn who you are. Yet, however, you have slipped back into the lives of all these other people and you're carrying all this from these other people as your own and you've now got all these burdens that you're running away from running around after and you've caused yourself to lose sight of yourself and so today my message and I hope this doesn't sound too jumbled or wordy or all over the place it's just to be very very mindful very mindful that when we pray for things and we ask for things and we work really hard for things however you have manifested that which you have so painstakingly asked for be mindful that you don't turn it into that which you were trying to get away from it happens before you know it. And if you don't take a moment, you'll continue that cycle of doing that same thing over and over and over again. And then thinking that you never got what you wanted or thinking that God never answered your prayers or thinking that you were gone unheard and unseen in your request for this, that, or the other. Be very mindful that you don't turn it into what you already have. As for me, I have taken heed. I've taken full accountability of my actions, my involvement, my headspace my interactions, my relationships. And I'm taking away a few steps back. A few steps back. To reclaim my freedom that I was asking for in order to get my clarity that I needed. And that was it. 
That is it. That is my message today. If you don't do it, nobody will do it for you. If you're not mindful of the chaos that's always brewing around you, because there's always some. Mindful of where you are in that turbulence. You will get swooped up in it so fast, you didn't even realize it. So today I'm just bringing these few words just to encourage you to be mindful and aware and guard whatever it is that you've so worked so hard for and needed for so long. Guard it. There is no need for you to defend it. There is no need for you to um, hide it, protect it. Well, protect it, yes. But when I say that, I mean it, it is not up for explanation. It is not up for explanation. It always belonged to you. So when you finally take it back, which is essentially taking yourself back, don't, don't give it up so easily, ever, at all. But guard it. And that's my message for you today. So I'd like to say thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you very much for supporting um, these nuggets. Um, I encourage you, if you find that it was helpful to you, to pass it on to someone else you may think may be able to use it in their daily walk, in their spiritual walk, in their mental walk. And with that being said, I say namaste. Namaste.